Hi, you're, you're listening to BFF.FM, where our DJs are so immersed in alternative music that it instills in them a quiet confidence. I'm awesome. And there you go. Best frequencies forever.
Good evening, uh, you're listening to BFF.FM, this is Oxland Cafe at uh, 720 Secrets uh, Alley, this is episode 22. There's going to be a few spooky sounds tonight, and we've started with something that uh, maybe was not the spookiest of them all, but definitely from a genre that is considered spooky by many, a death metal group called Death, what a name. Uh, the song was called uh, Voice of the Soul. Um, I thought about using this song in the previous episode, uh, next to the acoustic guitars, uh, but uh, it kind of felt a bit a bit too dark then. Mm, now it's perfect. Uh, we've got Halloween happening uh, recently, and uh, tonight's episode will be filled with sounds that are a little bit creepy, a little bit scary, and uh, a little bit distorted. Mm. Voice of the Soul uh, comes from the album The Sound of uh, Perseverance. Perseverance, always miss that. Uh, from 1998, an American band from Florida, Death. Mm. As for the next one, we're gonna stay in the metal mood and the acoustic metal mood. This one, this next song, is one of a few songs from tonight's uh, collection that really gets me goosebumps when I uh, listen to it. Uh, Annihilator, what a name! Once again. Uh, the song is called Crystal Anne. Crystal Land by uh, Annihilator from uh, the album Alice in Hell from 1989. 
The band comes from Canada, and apparently they play trash metal. I have not heard about them before,、uh, even though I considered, always considered myself a fan of of trash metal. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, listening to、uh, Metallica does not make one a、uh, trash metal fan. We're gonna continue with the uh, Halloween uh, kind of scary mood and goosebumpy, and we're gonna、uh, listen to an、uh, Italian band,、uh, Goblin, also referred to as、uh, Claudio Simonetti's Goblin. How is that、uh, relevant for San Francisco? It actually is.、Uh, the band performed a Halloween concert here in、uh, in San Francisco. In the Castro Theater on the 27th of October this year, so just、uh, just a few weeks ago, one week ago, so even even sooner.、Uh, <laughs> what they did,、uh, I did not go to that concert, but I、uh, I read about it a little bit, and, uh, and uh, I was kind of driven to、uh, to going, but had、uh, had other plans.、Uh, they performed the live score to a movie、uh, called Demons. Uh, so, Demons is an Italian horror from 1985, produced by someone whom I've learned today、uh, is a very popular Italian horror movie maker,、uh, Dario Argento.、Uh, the movie was、uh, produced by him and directed by Lamberto Bava.、Uh, the whole instrumental score was composed by、uh, Claudio Simonetti, who was also the.、Uh, The head of of the band Goblin.、Um, the song that we're gonna listen to is called Profondo Rosso, which、uh, translates directly to the deep red.、Um, when I read that、uh, translation, I immediately started thinking of、uh, of Freccia Rossa, which are just red Italian trains that I love. Completely un-、uh, irrelevant of.、Um, Uh, of a thing to to think about,、uh, but so it happened, and there I said it.、Uh, Dario Argento,、uh, once again directed、uh, Profondo Rosso,、uh, the title song of which we will hear in just a minute. So what I've also got to learn is that、uh, Dario Argento owns a horror film memorabilia store and、uh, museum in Rome,、mm, and that museum, that store. Uh, shares the name with the movie and with the song that we will hear, Profondo Rosso. The movie and the score comes from 1975, and was the first collaboration between Argento and the band Goblin. One fun fact about this、uh, this score is that、uh, Dario Argento first、uh, contacted a jazz pianist and a composer,、uh, Giorgio Gaslini. Giorgio Gaslini went ahead, the, you know, bumped his head into the wall, wrote a couple of、uh, lines, and、uh, I think a full score.、Uh, To his、uh, mm, surprise, Argento did not like what、uh, Giorgio Gaslini has created.、Uh, Argento was unhappy with the results, so he went ahead and tried to sign up、uh, a British band named Pink Floyd to record music for his、uh, yet-to-come movie. They declined, but、uh, Argento kind of turned back to the Italian Italian land to look for the musician. And、uh, that's where he found a local progressive rock band named、uh, Goblin. And their leader, Claudio Simonetti, impressed Argento immediately by composing two songs in one night and、uh, having them be to Argento's、uh, liking. 
let's listen to it. Uh, Profondo Rosso by Goblin. I'm sure that you know that theme. It's very spooky. FM, best frequencies forever. (laughs) 
First, uh, Goblin with uh, Profondo Rosso, followed by no one else but uh, Giorgio Gaslini with uh, Dev Dice. The same Giorgio Gaslini that wrote stuff that was not to Dario Argento's liking when he was making Profondo Rosso. The version of Dev Dice that we've heard as the previous song was written by Giorgio Gaslini, but per, but uh, performed by by Goblin. Maybe it's the performance that uh, Argento was not a fan of. Maybe there was something else in the person of Giorgio Gaslini that did not fit uh, Dario Argento's um, artistic vision. I do not know. I'm sure somebody knows that, and definitely Argento himself. Staying in the Halloween-y mood and making use of the fact that I've already used some lighter ends uh, of the metal spectrum, I will play a song that I could not imagine a Halloween episode, if we can call it that, without. And that's the first thing that came to my head as I was contemplating this idea for, for the show. A British band, Iron Maiden, Hallowed Be Thy Name, what a song.
followed the Thy Name by Iron Maiden from the Number of the Beast album from uh, 1982. The first time I got to learn or got to hear Hallowed Be Thy Name was in a version performed not by Iron Maiden. There was this album released in 2008 called Maiden Heaven, released by the label Kerrang. It was a compilation, a tribute to Iron Maiden, where a number of metal bands have recorded their versions of Iron Maiden's songs. Those bands were, for example, uh, Metallica, Avenged Sevenfold, the Dream Theater, Machine Head, that's the band, Machine Head, who recorded How Would Be Thy Name, Trivium, or a number of other ones that I don't think as, as, uh, are as well known. Uh, as well known as uh, the ones that I have listed. Uh, ever since hearing the song on that album, fell in love with it, and I think that today is the right show to, to share this song with you. If we're at the number of the beasts, the 666, then let's listen, and in the Halloween theme, let's listen to the actual song from that album that has this spooky, spooky voice introducing us to the world of uh, Maiden's music. Was black, was no use holding 
I'm Amanda Guest, and I founded BFF.FM because I believe in the power of community radio to change the music scene.
For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica and the San Francisco Symphony. Unfortunately, Tidal, which is the streaming service that I'm using in combination with my DJing software for playing the music that I'm sharing with you, does not have the original SNM from 1999. So this was the first time for me listening to the edition from SNM 2 from uh, 2020. Uh, quite good, but I have to say that uh, I think I think I still like the original SNM, SNM version a bit better. For Whom the Bell Tolls as a song originally comes from 1984 though, so even earlier, uh, from the album Ride the Lightning by Metallica themselves. Making use of the fact that we are in this distorted, metal-heavy, energetic vicinity, let's make a little pause on the scary Halloween-y theme, even though there's not much more left and we will be pivoting to more, uh, let's say, ambiency border uh, calm sounds uh, shortly. But let's, uh, let's take a little break and keep the energy up. The next song is called Dancer by Idols and LCD Sound System and it was released just a few weeks ago. Yeah. 
you are listening to BFF.FM and this is Oxlink Cafe, the 22nd episode of the show. If you're just joining us, welcome to the cafe. Please take a seat, take a table, order a pint of beer and continue enjoying this fine evening, fine night with us. That was Dancer by Idols, I guess mostly, listed as a collaboration with uh, LCD Sound System because it features backing vocals from James Murphy and Nancy Wang, exactly from that band. The single was released uh, very recently, uh, October 18th this year, and uh, it's a lead singer, uh, single from their upcoming album Tank, which is set for release in February next year. Let's get back for just one more song to the spooky Halloween-y mood. Although, although, in Dancer I think I've heard some lyrics referring to devils or lucifers or whatnot. So I think that counts. I think that's a tick. Uh, maybe I misjudged it. Maybe we are still in the Halloween mood. So, to either get back to it or to continue it, we will go to Austria. Uh, and the project is called Soap and Skin. Uh, the song I'm gonna share with you is uh, Me and the Devil. So we are in the mood. Uh, almost like a streak. Oh no, there was Metallica on the way. So well, almost a devilish uh, streak uh, from the album Sugar Bread, Me and the Devil and by Soap and Skin, an experimental musical project of an uh, Austrian artist, Anja Plaschk. Oh, 
Me and the Devil by Soap and Skin uh, from the album Sugar Bread 2013. Continuing the spooky mood, let's listen to a main theme of a thriller. Of a thriller from. Um, and I will have to look up that. That date. A thriller from. Which year was that? 1968. So, another Halloween touch with Rosemary's Baby Lullaby from uh, Roman Polanski's thriller from uh, 1968, titled exactly in the same way, Rosemary's Baby. The variation, the version that uh, you will hear is uh, played not by Krzysztof Komeda, who's the writer and composer of the original soundtrack to the movie, but by uh, Leszek Mosdzer. Uh, it's played by Leszek Mosdzer, a uh, Polish jazz, wonderful virtuoso of a piano player. And the recording itself comes from an album that is a soundtrack to a movie, but a different one. Not to Rosemary's Baby, but to a movie from 2019, uh, The Legend of Mietek Kosz, which is a movie <laughs> that tells a story of another Polish jazz pianist uh, that lived in the 20th century. And that's not Leszek Moszczer, that would be Mietek Kosz. Well, uh, with all that uh, complexity, um, let's start listening to it. And there's gonna be plenty of Leszek Moszczer uh, tonight. Let's start with Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby, uh, main title by Leszek Mosdor from the soundtrack to a movie from 2019, The Legend of Mietek Kosz. So let's, let's summarize that. The original track composed by Krzysztof Komeda for Roman Polański's 1968 movie Rosemary's Baby. That was the main theme. Uh, the movie was starring Mia Farrell. In 2019, another movie appeared um, that was telling a story of Mieczysław Kosz, who was a jazz, Polish jazz pianist in the 20th century, I think around the 50s and 60s in Poland. This movie from 2019 has a soundtrack 
as well. And this whole soundtrack and almost all of the parts, the piano parts in the movie about Mieczysław Kosz were recorded by another Polish jazz piano player, a contemporary one. And his name is Leszek Mosder. So what we've just heard was Leszek Mosder pretending to be Mieczysław Kosz playing Krzysztof Komeda's, a variation of Krzysztof Komeda's theme from Rosemary's Baby in 1968. Oof, that was complex. Um, the next one, and it's gonna be the second one by Leszek Mosder, and also playing a song originally composed by Krzysztof Komeda. This time Leszek Mosder as himself, not pretending to be Mieczysław Kosz. Uh, the English title of that song from the album Komeda is uh, The Law and The Fist. The album was released in 2011 and the song, the theme was originally called Nim w Stanie Dzień, uh, containing vocals sang by Edmund Fetting. That movie and that soundtrack was released in 1964 and the, yeah, the theme that you will hear was the leading theme of that, of that movie. Leszek Mosdżer, The Law and the Fist.
Leszek Mosdżer in uh, Krzysztof Komeda's composition The Law and the Fist. We've calmed down a little from all the Metallicas, Iron Maidens and LCD sound systems of this world and we will keep it down for at least one more song. And this next song, uh, I'm so happy because this next song has the same context and the same background as the first one by Leszek Mosdor uh, that you've heard tonight. So not the last one, but the one before that. This one also comes from the soundtrack to the movie about Mieczysław Kosz, and it's also Leszek Mosdor pretending to be Mieczysław Kosz in a variation or a cover of a 1969 song by Skaldowie called Cała Jesteś w Skowronkach. I personally think that this song itself and its original um, is the most beautiful Polish song ever written. And this cover, this piano-only instrumental version, definitely does its uh, justice. Cała Jesteś w Skowronkach.
Luke, Kaya and um, Rebel Bubble Film Orchestra. Uh, the song is called Autumn Dance. The song comes from an album that is also a movie soundtrack and it's a soundtrack to the movie called The Peasants. Released in this year, 2023, uh, on October 27th, this soundtrack album. The movie itself had its uh, worldwide premiere at a Toronto movie festival just uh, a few months ago and will most likely soon be coming to cinemas worldwide. I think it's starting to screen in Poland right now. It's um, it's a very new Polish movie, uh, The Peasants in, in Polish. It, the title is Chłopi. It's a uh, 2023 adult animated historical drama film uh, directed and written by D.K. Welchman and Hugh Welchman. It's an adaptation of Władysław Raymond's no Nobel Prize winning novel of the same name, Chłopi slash The Peasants. Uh, the film itself was produced using the painted animation technique similar to Loving Vincent. Uh, Władysław Raymond's book itself, uh, Chłopi The Peasants, it was published in 19, between 1904 and 1909. It was uh, he started to write it in 1980, uh, excuse me, 1897. Uh, in 1924, Wodysław Raymond receives a Nobel Prize for that book. It's one of those books that uh, all of us in Poland 
have to read. It's a mandatory book to read during your high school education. Have I done that? I will stay silent. I would want to do it at some point, but I'm definitely looking forward to watching the movie whenever I have a chance. That was uh, the song that just played, Autumn Dance, by Luke, Kaya and the Rebel Bubble Film Orchestra. I recommend uh, keeping your eyes open for the movie itself. Uh, some people are saying that this will be a candidate uh, for an Oscar next year. I would hope so. Let's see. Uh, let's see if it's good. But uh, definitely the technique, the, the, the whole animation uh, aspect of it. I've seen some trailers, teasers, and it looks absolutely beautiful. All of that combined with beautiful, uh, very dynamic and very mm, folky music uh, and great acting. I think that's gonna be... that must be a success. As for what's next... I'm screaming through my uh, through my sleep by Stan Boris. Oh, 
będzie lat Czy to nie wszystko jedno rankiem Czy w noc gorącą przyjdzie Ruszyć nam świat Krzyczę przez sen Gdziekolwiek jestem Krzyczę przez sen, czy śpiew, czy nie śpiew. Krzyczę przez sen, choć wojny nie Krzyczę przez sen, na znany Stan Boris, Krzyczę przez sen, from uh, 1970. As for the next one, uh, this, the next song is titled Russians and it's from uh, Sting's first solo album in 1985 uh, The Dream of the Blue Turtles um, The song is uh, known to be a commentary and a plea that criticizes the then dominant Cold War foreign policy and doctrine of mutual assured destruction by the United States and the then existing Soviet uh, Union in 2010, Sting said uh, that the song was inspired by watching Soviet TV via inventor Ken Schaefer's satellite receiver at Columbia University. Uh, Sting performed the song at uh, 1986 uh, Grammy Awards and his performance of the song was released on the 1999, uh, 1984 album Grammy's Greatest Moments Volume Vol. 1. Um, Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, in the current context of the world, I had a weird feeling of um, awkwardness, I think, when I was listening to this song. I mean, it's, it's all true, and it's just the guys focusing on the fact that we're all human, after all, as Daft Punk used to, used to say a bit later. But, well, ah, I'm Polish, and yeah, it's weird. Let's listen to it.
Russian thing. And I think I take back the last thing I said before playing the song. I think I was not attentive enough the first time when I was listening to those lyrics. I, I think they're not making me uncomfortable at all. So I think I must have heard just something in my own brain. Something uh, that correlated with the notion of like explaining that hey, everybody's bad in this equation. The Russians are cool too. Uh, <laughs> and that's what kind of brought those uh, uh, non-Jesus-like feelings into my into my head. But no, the song is beautiful. Uh, the song is beautiful and what might save us uh, too is whether if Russians love their children too. And I think that applies to anything and everything. Everything war uh, in the history, in the past, in the future. Hopefully in the future that's got them, you know, people are gonna keep loving their children. So otherwise, we're gonna, you know, hit the... Oh my god, this is the worst way to introduce this. I <laughs> we're gonna hit the... Well, let's use a better word. We are gonna have to deal with uh, some unloving idiot's idea to use, and I'm quoting Sting right now, uh, the Oppenheimer's deadly toy. Oh my god, I'm not too good at this, am I? Um, but talking about Oppenheimer's deadly toy, I still have not seen the movie. That's point A. And point B is that when Sting sings this particular phrase, Oppenheimer's deadly toy, around the first minute uh, of the song Russians, I, I couldn't help but hear this lilt in this, this kind of intonation in his voice that made me immediately think, uh, that it sounds quite similar to Björk, the Icelandic singer. Um, so I prepared something by Björk. So let's move now from <laughs> from uh, Oppenheimer's deadly toy nuclear um, annihilation and uh, the conversation about the value of human life super swiftly to uh, suicidal hyperpop pink uh, aesthetic in this uh, ballad by Björk from the album Post uh, from 1995. Uh, uh, a suicidal dance track in hyper-pop pink aesthetic. I wrote it down. I th that was a sentence I thought about <laughs> before, the, before the show and I really wanted to read it out. And I fucked it up the first time, so we'll correcting it. Suicide su suicidal dance track in hyper-pop pink aesthetic. Because, well... What's more Halloween than that? And I don't know where that accent came from, but Hyper Ballad by Björk. Mountain 
BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. Community radio, all your friends are doing it. You're listening to BFF.FM. Oh my god, I really wanted to do that. I, I pulled up some new effect sounds recently. And it's the first time I'm using them. <laughs> um, yeah, you're listening to BFF.FM. This is Oxland Cafe, uh, episode 22, coming to you straight from 720 Secret Alley, the best cafe in town, Oxland Cafe. It's uh, 9.40, almost 9.40, uh, which means that uh, we've got around 20 minutes remaining of tonight's episode. And goddamn, I just wanted to say that I cannot believe that this song, uh, Hyper Ballad by Björk, was written and performed in 1995. It sounds so modern that I want to say this comes from the PC music label uh, recording hyperpop in Great Britain under A.G. Cook. So good. And, uh, you know, having heard Björk uh, for the last five minutes, I could not resist and bring up uh, another song by her. And I think that's my favorite, if it comes to, to her. And I also think that this might be a nice uh, bra closing bracket of the Halloween uh, theme in today's show. Mm. And the reason why I think that is that I think even if Björk is not singing about scary shit, she is sounding super... Uh, in a way that makes me super uneasy. It's just this... Those harmonies are designed to make you tense. And that's the case with Play Dead.
Bjork and David Arnold play Dead. We've had two songs uh, in the Icelandic mood of uneasiness. And now let's swap that mood for something else. There is a song I bumped into today. Uh, the title of that song is the best title I have ever heard. The title is Negroni. I love Negronis. I so by you know logical reasoning, I do love that title. Uh, the artists behind it are Billy Liar. I have never heard of this guy before. And the second one uh, collaborating on this song is Frank Turner. There are some songs by Frank Turner from the past, from I believe 2014, 13-ish uh, vicinity uh, that I absolutely love. I loved his style, uh, lyrical style of songwriting. Uh, I really like the, the punk energy in the song. Uh, so I kind of looked at this title. I looked at the artists uh, and two out of three said yes to me. Uh, what has not said yes to me uh, is the song itself. I have not heard it before. So it's gonna be uh, the first time in Oxon Cafe that I'm playing a song that I myself have not heard before. Boom. That will happen tonight at Oxon Cafe 22. Negroni by Billy Liar and Frank Turner. That was Negroni by Billy Liar and Fla Frank Turner. That's what it was. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I will uh, 
I, I promise to have my fun with those uh, sound effects, and then I will tone it down and maybe potentially actually like integrate them, have them assimilate themselves into the uh, into the show in a natural manner. But for now, I just cannot stop uh, thinking about using them. What else do I have? Uh, an angry robot. Oh yes, 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 yes. And an FX tweaker. That's good, but I, I like the robot better. I also have laser too. Good, short, to the point. It's like, yo, I'm here. That was bad. Uh, anyway, Negroni by Billy Liar and Frank Turner. Complete shift of the mood. Uh, completely misfit to anything that's happened before. Uh, just because, on a whim, I looked at this song and thought it would be fun to uh, try out something like this. And um, I like the song. I like the song. It was simple. I love Negroni's. Uh, this song contemplates the fact of drinking too much or drinking too little. Uh, that's, that's what they said, I think. Uh, about the record itself uh, and insp inspired me uh, to choose the next one or one of the last ones before I will say goodbye uh, or good night tonight uh, the next song inspired by the previous one is gonna be four simple words by Frank Turner and that's one of the songs that I've mentioned earlier when I mentioned Frank Turner himself uh, and when I said that I really like his uh, lyrical style of writing and that there used to be music in 2014 that uh, I really, really liked. 2013, Tape the Heart, that's the name of the album, Four Simple Words by Frank Turner. It's a good one. Because we're all so very 21st century You're probably listening to me on some kind of portable stereo Maybe you're sitting on the back of the bus Or it's running up your sleeve and you're across from your boss Or you're sitting in your bedroom on your own with the lights down low I'd like to teach you four simple words So the next time you come to a show You could sing those words back at me Like they're the only words that you know I want to dance I want to dance I want lust and love and a smattering of romance But I'm no good at dancing And yet I have to do something Tonight I'm gonna play it straight I'm gonna take my
I want me some lust, some love, and a smattering of that old-time romance. Frank Turner, Four Simple Words. What an energetic and、uh, cool song. What a cool song. What a cool song. Yeah. That's what's up. Five minutes left until the end of tonight's twenty-second episode of、uh, Oxlang Cafe. The cafe itself still quite lively, as you can hear in the background. But I already saw some. Regulars leaving the place, or getting ready to, getting ready to leave.、Um, I don't know how I'm gonna fall asleep tonight. If you're listening to this as a as a podcast at some point in the future, it's currently 9:55 p.m. on a Sunday in、uh, San Francisco, and I'm working tomorrow. And. I should definitely get to bed sometime, sometime soon.、Um, but I feel that it will be very, very difficult with the energy levels that are being brought by the artists that、mm, we're hearing. So let's keep this up. Let's not、uh, waste the, somehow this this jolt, this energetic punky jolt. And、um, to keep this up. Uh, one thing came、uh, to my mind, and that is、uh, that song is called "News from the Front,"、mm. and I would want for an American writer, Kurt Vonnegut, to introduce that song by、mm, Bad Religion. If this isn't nice, I don't know what is. Music, please.
News from the Front by Bad Religion. Uh, thank you for joining tonight uh, at Oxon Cafe for the 22nd episodes. Um, I hope you enjoyed it and uh, I apologize for the chaos that it has been, uh, but it was a very enjoyable one. Um, I will be talking to you once again in the next episode, which will likely happen in two weeks, potentially not. I will, I will most likely be in New York uh, two weeks from now. But uh, yeah, please definitely tune in to Oxan Cafe every second week at BFF.fm. Thank you for joining tonight. Uh, my name is Casper, and it's been a, a big pleasure. Let's end with 30 seconds of more bad religion. <laughs>